Sling the Biscuit, episode 38. It is me. It is that other guy. It is I. We're happy to be with you. We are humbled. How are you? How you do- I'm, I'm good, thanks for asking. We are so happy. I'm How's your so, drive? I'm so happy. How How am I? No, no, I was asking how, how's, no, not you, the, the you're, listener. How, you're how's good. Your you're good. How was I? Oh, the drive's going good? Good. Oh, oh, you're working. Oh, oh janitor. Jesus. Oh, second, Wait, second day on the job. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, we're happy to be with you while you're working. Oh, I'm so sorry yeah, to hear about your cat. I just had, I just had no hat on and I felt weird. I feel naked. I'm going to put a hat on. Uh, rest yeah, in peace. you can't do your little thing with the idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Also, I don't know. What did you? Oh, yes. I have to, I need my OCDs. Rest in peace to the listeners. Cat. I know I feel like one person who's listening has at some t- point in their life has had a cat die and I'm here for you. So rest in peace to him or her. Yeah, we're here for you. So, oh, speaking of, uh, you know, cat dog people, people who like Siberian Huskies, uh, shout out to Ilya Berzgalov, uh, last week's episode's guest, great guy. Um, you know, and also his son, specifically Vlad Berzgalov, uh, he was the one who made all that happen. You know, funny story, I haven't put this in the podcast. I, I told Pat this in person, but um, so Vlad has been messaging me, I want to say for like six months to a year or whatnot. And I was just responding to his DM one day and I'm like, hmm. Vlad Brzgalov. Sounds familiar. Shoot or shoot. Hey, um, are, are you related to uh, Ilya by chance? He's like, oh, yeah, no way. Yeah, I'm related to him. Yeah, he's my, my dad. I'm in the car with him right father. now. He's my father. Like, he's my yeah, father. Yeah, he birthed me. <laughs> he gave, I was like, oh, shit. He gave birth. Ilya Brzgalov is the second pregnant man. Uh, <laughs> he gave birth to his boy, Vlad. You know, it, it, this kind of reminds me of my dad always, like when I was a kid, always used to tell me, you know, when your mother was pregnant with you, you know, I did all the work. I did all the hard stuff. It was really difficult to me. I'm like, I mean, you, you did the work up front. The next nine months were difficult, but then the next 18 yeah. years were where the real work began, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Come on, Pops. Uh, yeah, anyway. In other news, we we are here today on a Thursday. We're recording. Uh, I just want you guys to know we're grinding. You know, we work harder than you, and we know it, and we're proud of it. Uh, no, we, we <laughs> we're both going on road trips uh which we'll get into a little f- more but um we just dropped our episode with Breeze Golov today and we started exchanging texts and we're like hey can you record Sunday not Monday I was like I'm going to be playing a game Friday Saturday Sunday we're both traveling on Monday it's it's we need to bang it out today and now so that's what we did and here we are hucking hucking of, of pod together last minute I'm chucking back coffee caffeine I've had donuts i'm on a donut uh binge lately a potato donut binge did you know that was a thing are you okay what you, you see him you, you you don't see him like you're all right in the head right now am i am i bouncing around a little bit <laughs> i'm on a potato a donut bin, binger right now uh apparently in maine in maine only donuts are made of not every donut but potatoes and uh I've been eating a lot of them lately, so I've been uh, I'm a little heavier, and that's good for the corners. It's good for you know throwing shoulders around in, in the corners when I'm when I'm banging bodies. So getting pucks in deep, looking for those good. two points. On to that's the all next we need. One. That's all we need. Um, shall we take care of a couple shutouts our viewers week because we didn't get a chance to do that for last week, and then we'll kind of get back into the whole travel thing. Yeah, let's do. 
Um, okay, so uh, as always, if you're watching the video version, thank you for your support on the YouTube channel. If you're on the audio version, we don't discriminate. We appreciate you. If you're in the Chevy, you're in the Ford Ranger, you're in the, you know, the, what's the thing? The Prius. The RAV Prius. That, that like, yeah, the, the Toyota RAV4 like Pat has. You put a T, it's a Trav4. Whatever you're driving, wherever you are, we appreciate your support. You want to be a viewer of the week, listener of the week, send me a message. Let me know your name, and uh, we'll put you in here. So shout-outs for this week. Uh, Gabe Cameron, this guy has been a day-one listener. He's always been messaging every week. Love the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Shout-out to you, buddy. Uh, we you. have Emma Firmington. Emma, Emma Firminger. Firminger. Oh, you know her? Shit. Okay, great. Um, I know her name. How do I know her name? Uh, I made a typo on your last name, Emma, so I apologize, but thank you oh. for listening. We appreciate it. She's uh, she's a commenter. I've seen her. I've I've chatted okay. with her. Shout out to you. Awesome. Not in that Travis. Travis. Not in I that. I didn't way. say that. Don't make it weird. You you're, <laughs> you're the one who's all hooped up on, you know, coffee and donuts and whatnot right now. It's anyway. Not like that. Uh also uh Nick DiPiolo. Dipiola, Dipiola. Uh, I'm so bad with names. You know, I I have Don Cherryisms like Corey Price, Kevin Beskett, like that kind of. I I'm really bad with names, so I apologize in advance to Nick and Emma for ruining your names. Also, uh, this is a little bit late, but uh, Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, I had a wrapped up to a podcast type of thing. I don't know if Pat, if you were getting the same thing, but I, I must yeah. have had like a hundred people messaging me. Hey, you know, my the podcast was top of my list. All this kind yeah. of stuff. So. To anybody who's listened over the past 38 episodes, I guess that would be eight, nine months. Uh, thank you for your support. We seriously uh, appreciate you. You don't even have to be viewer of the week or commenter of the week. We just want to say thanks for your continued support. It uh, means a lot. So I agree. Uh, I got a, I definitely got a, a lot of uh, DMs. But a lot of times it was just a picture, and it wasn't on their story, so I couldn't share it, and I was, I was getting pretty pissed. Um, if you guys could resend those or just put on your story so I can share share you on my story. It'd be awesome. I just yeah, I don't I don't know where know. I stand on that because I could have like and I don't want this to come across the wrong way. Like I could have reposted easily like good like twenty or thirty of them, but I'm like yeah. if I ever post thirty of them, people are gonna get pissed off that I repost you know what I mean? Like people get the message the first time or two. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but you need I, a good I would repost I think I did two. I think I reposted two, maybe three, yeah. but all on different days. Like I wanted to space it a little bit. So I apologize if I didn't repost yours. Uh, if I did, congratulations. You win nothing. Yeah. Well, if you, if you just reposted every single one, then it'd just be, it'd be like, what are you doing? You know, like there are some music artists that like that will repost every single person. There oh. was their top. I'm like, all right, hold, hold on, hold on, People hold on. People like you. Yeah. Hold on. The guy or girl who or it, whatever you are, that reposts every birthday shutout they get uh, on their birthday. I'm looking, hold on. I'm looking at a very specific former guest we had on this podcast. It might have been episode nine. You know who I'm talking about? No. One of our J-Bone. guests. J-Bone. Oh, he repo- When was his birthday? Uh, I think his, oh shit. I want to say his birthday was in like August or September. <laughs> And oh, he was right, hammering the repost. No, 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 he was hammering the repost for his birthday. And uh, you know, I, I pay attention. I see somebody, you know, repost one, and I say, "Oh, hey, happy birthday!" And then I, you know, exit out of the message. I go back in the stories. I'm like, "Oh, thirty yeah. reposts later, you're one of those guys." Okay, so anyway, uh, we have nothing but love for uh, Jeremy Roder. Uh, we were trying to get him on the podcast. If you get a chance, message him on Instagram. Hey, J Bone, want to stay on the podcast? Jeremy Roder, love to have him back for episode two, round two, sometime. If you get the chance, yeah, to, that'd be great. if you're free. If you're in the car, you get some free time. Yeah. 
Uh, he's he's off to Providence right now. Actually, Jeremy is. Oh, he got called up. He did. They had they had a little outbreak and they needed guys and they needed guys bad. Uh, so they took Jeremy and they took uh, two of our forwards, two of our top forwards. We're hurting right now. <laughs> Good for them, but bad for us as a team. Uh, should I just start into then? Because this kind of leads into my team how we're doing shit right now. Go ahead. Uh, well, yes, I'm about to rip on a, a over a week, a little over a week road trip here, and but the bender of games starts tomorrow, and I play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I'm going up to Canada. Oh no, then I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to. So okay, this I'll ugh. Try circle again. back. T -t 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 potato junior. Potato donut brain. Uh, I start here tomorrow. We play against Worcester. Then the next day we play in Worcester. And then uh, that's at 7 o'clock. And then Sunday at 3 p.m. I'm playing in Adirondack, New York, way up north. And then the next, or right after that, we're heading up to uh, Montreal, stopping in there for a couple of days. And so then Val? finishing it up. No, we're not playing there. We're just doing a little pit stop on the way to Quebec. Uh, we're going to Tra. Tra Rivière, Tra Rivière. Oh yes, that's Tra Rivière. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going up there, so we're gonna start that road trip. Uh, Trav, you're also traveling starting Monday. Uh, yes, Sunday, Monday, traveling. So yeah, that won't work. One sec, I have to blow my blow my nose here. Yeah, that, you know, just a, a little note too. That's one of the, the interesting things about, you know, trying to make this podcast happen is like on top of like, I'm doing the YouTube thing, you know, full-time, Pat's on a little more of a part-time basis, but like we're also both like playing hockey and, oh. you know, on a, at, at a level where I didn't hear anything you we said. Don't, you... I, I was just, <laughs> geez, I was, I was just talking <laughs> about how we don't have a lot of free time because we're not, you know, I'm trying to think of the, the word of way to put it like we, we don't have unlimited free time so we're trying to make the podcast happen and this is how we make it happen yeah by doing unconventional recording hours and times also the no, fact absolutely. that you and i are six hours difference doesn't help either does not help but hey that no. happens yeah no it is actually very much a grind as we talked about i think it was two episodes ago about like you know trying to create in season it's 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 tough like this pro hockey schedule is obviously new to me and man it, it is like it feels like you don't have any time off it's wild it's like a rest day and then all of a sudden you're back to playing like three games it's like it's a lot so anyways um speaking of playing a lot of games my team has been on a bit of a bit of a losing streak don't ask me how many because trav did before the episode and i don't know pat can't <laughs> but, uh, count that high so i like you know i'm not sure but i just know that i've i've been leaving the games pretty upset a lot you know recently and a game ends i'm like damn it another one you know, I, I don't know for sure how much. I should check. Um, hey, Pat, can you give us a quick count to 10? Well, Pat can only count to five. Yeah. No, honestly, I think it's because I don't even want to know. I just, it's like, you, you know, you start um, losing and you're like, fuck. But I know it's it's not. Let me see here. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. Six wow. in a row. Uh, three. Two were overtime. Seven of our last eight. Six in a row. Eight of okay. our last nine. Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Um, 
Yeah. So, and it, it kind of brought up an interesting topic. See, but that's why when you ask how many, I'm like, I don't know. Cause I stopped, I stopped counting. You stop counting after two or three. Yeah. I know they're like, I'm leaving the rank. I'm like, fuck, you know, we just lost again. I think, I think that adds to the streak, but yeah, we, we had an interesting, um, conversation in the locker room today, you know, when the team is going through a slump and then everyone starts kind of, you know, dialing it down and, uh, what can we change? What can we do differently here? You know, and, uh, we had a little team meeting and the the guys come in it's pretty much like hey we need to change shit and then it kind of got me thinking after the meeting and it's like what what does get a team out of a slump what what does uh is it possible like is there something that you're actually gonna that you need to do differently or is what do you think trav what are your thoughts on that well first off you gotta point the finger at everybody but yourself because obviously you're not the problem rule number one let everybody yeah. know you That's, gotta you know you gotta pull the weight you gotta do a little bit more you're not tugging yeah. on the rope equally um mm-hmm. i would even you know consider if not immediately you know shortly thereafter yes barge in the coach's office and tell him hey you're not doing enough you're not carrying yep. the mail i am yep and then you should, see how it goes you should, from there you should go into the coach's office and say hey listen you're not doing enough if you don't change it around you're not playing tomorrow and when he asks you, you know, he you mean, you're like, you're not coming on the bench. And if he tries to come on the bench, you you punch him, you punch him in the gut, and you let him no, know you're, you're not coming. Cross check to the back of the neck. <laughs> you're like, no, you're scratched tonight. No, and then uh, you go home, and go to the you you go home and you take every single mirror you have in your house and you throw it in the trash. You don't look at it, and then you tell everyone else in your team, hey, I have a trash bin full of mirrors that you guys need to look in because it's your fault. You guys are the problem here, not me. Okay, that that's that, I think that's the best, most healthiest way to go about a losing streak is just point the finger, get the team mad at each other, you know, firing up, start in squad beef and uh, and see what happens. And then hopefully you squeeze a win by accident and then you get back on track. Right. I feel like that's the best way. I mean, that's one way to go about it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, that's a terrible no, go ahead, go ahead. Way, I was just saying, like, all seriousness, it's 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 tough. Obviously it's shitty when you're going through like losing streaks and it's it's hard to figure out like what you're supposed to do because it's like, yeah, you're you you're pissed, but you also don't want to stay pissed because that's not gonna do you any like uh good if you're just walking around angry and the whole tone of the rink is bad, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, get mad, but also you have to put it behind you and go, Okay, what can we do better that we did shit in this game? And actually, go apply it to the next game. It's, you know, I think I think you, you you gotta have a feel for like what the other guys in the team like the personalities are like. Because like as a coach, like there's, uh, there's some guys you can push. There's some guys you can't. There's some guys you can say a lot to. Some guys you can't. Like some guys get butt hurt easily. Some guys they love the constructive feedback. So you, you gotta have a feel for that. Um, I think more so in this day and age, like for myself at least, I think it's just easier. And, and also more time productive to just like look at what I'm doing and try to pick apart. All right, yeah. this wasn't you know this wasn't good. Okay, I'm making some poor reads here, making some poor reads there. Break down the on ice. Okay, what about the off ice? Well, I'm not sleeping enough. My diet's been you know less than stellar as of late. You know maybe I'm not stretching enough. I'm not ro- like just it's easier to take responsibility than point the finger at other or at everybody else because I just, I, I personally I don't like wasting well, time. You know, like I hate wasting time and trying to convince somebody else to do something. Like, hundred percent. We, we had, like, we had a, def- or we have, you know, a defenseman in Varberg that um, uh, 
one one game this year where we're shorthanded, you know, five on four power play. And the other team's guy literally just walks out from the corner untouched, drives the net on me. I make the save. He's jamming away untouched. And then they, they drive it home on the opposite side. And I'm trying to explain to him very nicely. Like, hey, man, like, you just got to... You just got to stay in position. You don't got to go chasing the puck. Just, you know, stay there relaxed and just let them work on the outside. Like they can shoot from the outside all, all day long. I'm, I'm not really concerned about that. And now he's getting offended. He's upset that I told him how to do his job. I should stick to just doing my job. Well, my job and your job are intertwined. You're the defenseman. I'm the goalie. We're in the penalty kill. It's just, it's just easier to just take responsibility for how can I fix the problem in even the worst case situation. Well, I agree and disagree. I think it's the most beneficial is when you actually like I made the joke, but when you actually look in the mirror and then look at your game film and say, Hey, what did I do wrong? How can I be better here? And then actually go apply it to the game. Is it easier? No, I disagree there. I think, I think it's easiest to just point the finger and then go on. You know, I didn't do anything wrong. It's their fault. And I'm I'm okay. And then go on because it's, you don't have to take any blame on yourself. It's, I feel like it's harder for the average person not saying you, but harder for the average person to actually go look at themselves and be like, okay, I fucked up here. How can I be better? Because you don't want... I I think it's easier to get results uh, through blaming yourself than other... You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to point the finger like, you did this, you did that, you did this, but like, that's not going to actually get somebody to do what you want. You got to think of the outcome and the outcome would be, I was the one who did something wrong. I can fix... You know, like I can go and fix that immediately. Like, there's no middleman as opposed to me trying to tell, you know, Pat, you, you know, your four checks sucked last night. Well, now I got to go through the middleman, which is him, to get the result yeah. to change. You know what I mean? No, so. I, we're, we're, we're agreeing on that. We're pretty much saying the, the same thing in just different words. I, I was just kind of saying, like, mentally, as a person, it's hard for someone to actually, like, put blame on themselves and say, like, okay, I did something wrong. I need to be better because people don't like to admit or like think that they're in the wrong or, you know, that, that other people are better than them or doing better than them. You know, like that's kind of what I was saying there. It's more, you're going to get way more out of it. If you're actually go say, okay, what did I do wrong? Go do it because you can't tell someone, you can't tell someone to go, Hey, you did this wrong. I'll go fix it. Cause you can't like, you know, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, fuck you. You know, like people, yeah, especially don't in receive, this world, in this day and age. Yeah. They don't receive criticism. Well, and that's, that's no. part of, uh, the issue, but also it's like when it's a team sport, it's tough. Cause sometimes you can go say, okay, what can I do better? And you, you go do it. But the problem with a team is like, everyone has to be on the same page, you know, like everyone has to go do that and be ready to go. And that's, I mean, that's the problem with, a losing team or a losing streak is that everyone needs to be on the same page like page sorry it's easier in a sport like i don't know like fighting when it's just you out there you know you're you go and you go i need to do this i need to do that and you go and apply it but when it's a team there's a lot of moving pieces that need to to be in place and it's it can be tough to tough to get out of a slump for sure you know this kind of reminds me of uh, a girl i used to date in the sense of, uh, yeah, she would ask me like, "What what do you want for dinner? Do you want pasta or you want pizza?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, I wouldn't mind a nice Hawaiian pizza. You know, a little bit of pineapple, a little bit of ham, throw some chicken on there, a little bacon, a little little barbecue sauce. Call her a day." All right, I'm gonna make pasta. Why'd you ask? Oh, I just wanted you to feel included in the conversation. That is the worst. But yeah, but if you get the lawnmower from the folks at Manscape and you're giving your lady, you're feeding her the bone hammer. 
not a Hawaiian pizza. Give her the bone hammer, the bone saw on a Thursday night. Like tonight, you'll be rolling harder than Fred Durst, which is why Manscaped is our sponsor for the podcast. They sponsor every week's podcast. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4, we will cut right to the facts as we always do. You got chest hair, you got a beard, you got a little bit of hair down there. This thing takes care of it. Actually, this is a true story. I was in the locker room yesterday with my new team in Norway. Not a big deal. Thanks for coming. And shout out Kevin. Kevin says to me, he's like, Trap, I wanted to know, like the Manscaped lawnmower, is, is it actually better than you know a razor? And I said, actually, yes, because Pat was telling me this. I've had a light bulb go off my head, and then he was actually thinking the same thing, was that with a you know with an actual razor, you get a shaving cream, you gotta replace the blade, you gotta get all these things in order and your ducks in line to actually get a good shave. The lawnmower, you just do this. You press the button, you're good yeah. to go. As you can tell here, I have the travel lock on. You press the button three times and you're rolling. Boom, now you got a good shave and you get whatever you need done. Yeah, no, it's it, it's the best. It's the best of what it does. I uh, I actually was giving promotion. Uh, was it this past weekend? This past weekend after the game, a few of the guys were just hanging out, and I went over there with the with the hoodie on, and uh, I was like, "Oh, geez, guys, it's 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 hot in here." And I uh, I took my hoodie off, and what shirt was I wearing? Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And I, I started promoting it, guys. This is the best. This is the best. This is the best razor, electric razor you have. You can ever find in the business. Use the code Bizkit. It is the best. And I, and they think I'm joking. They, you know, they look at me like, Pat, are you are you like, you actually like Manscaped? I'm like, yes, I fucking actually like it. I use it. Go over to my place right now. You'll find my Manscaped lawnmower. It's what I use. It's it's the best, and I stand by. And if it. you look in the shower drain, you'll find with the lawnmower trimmed off this morning. I promise. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's clogged. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's stuffed. <laughs> it's a great. Yeah, no, it's it's good. So if you guys uh, want to go buy one, go use the code Biscuit and uh, get your discount. Help out the pod. Support support the pod, but also support your balls. And uh, yep, twenty percent off. Later. Free shipping. Pat Shea ships all orders at the door with a smile on his face and a slap on the back end on the hiney because we can't say ass anymore around here. <laughs> Uh, with the YouTube monetization that we have. And uh, yeah, uh, also if you're broke like me and you can't afford a lawnmower, great. Hit the like button on the video version of the podcast, all that kind of good stuff. If you got some money, you got to get one of these. Anyway, uh, back to a regular program. Fighting. <laughs> Fists in the face. I, uh, I actually had an idea uh, that I told Pat right before we started uh, recording today. Was that so? Pat's been uh, getting some trickle down haters. And I believe uh, this is. Uh, Everybody's least favorite vegan in the hockey community sending his uh, little vegetarian army after Pat because <laughs> uh, they can't get to me mentally, so they'll go after Pat. And they've been telling him, you know, Pat, you got beat up recently, you got knocked out, you just got ragdolled, you suck. Trav, do <laughs> not ever take tips from fighting from Pat Shea. We promise you it will not work out nicely. So we were talking about fighting, how to change hockey, and how to change fighting in hockey in the sense of like how to make it better. I'm going to make it more exciting. Now, I got this crazy idea, okay? So, Pat was trying to tell me, fights nowadays, which I would agree with, are just small exchanges, you know, three punches for this guy, five for that guy. Like, very rarely do you actually see, like, an old-school tilt where you're, you know, guys are just standing back in the pocket and just unloading on each other, and, you know, last man standing wins. Like, that doesn't happen very often or at all anymore. Uh, so, I got an idea. I got a crazy idea. Get ready for this, uh, the people on the Instagram Reels and the TikToks. Guys, shake the gloves off. All right, we're going to throw it on. We're going to get into a little Donnie Brook, a little scrap. The refs pull the whistle. They open up the Zamboni doors. Why? 
They pull out an octagon. They pull like an actual like a fighting <laughs> arena. They bring yeah. it right down the center ice. You know, guys take the gloves off, get a couple drinks, maybe get a banana, get a pizza. If you know, skates off. Over, you, yeah, every, everything. everything off. Yeah, we're, we yeah. mean business. Yeah. and they just go at it. You know, you can keep the skates on, too. Maybe they'll have, like, a chunk of ice on the top of the octagon, but you just throw down, put the skate guards on, too, because we only need blades in the face, and, you know, that kind of, like, insurance would be really expensive to get. And, you know, what do you think? You like that idea? No, I, I'm, you know, I'm all for it. You just, you stop the game. Hey, someone says, hey, want to go? You go, yeah, ref. Blows the whistle down. Boney comes out. Clean sheet. Oh, that, that's an even better idea because the Boney's yeah. got power. So instead of getting guys to push it out, you just put like a hitch on yeah. the Zamboni and she just, you know, pulls out the octagon and then the Boney swings around yeah. and brings it back. You go five rounds, five minutes each in the middle of the uh, middle of the game. It's a, Yeah, the games will go a little bit longer. It might get a little stretched out, but who cares? It's, it's, you know who wins. Ticket prices play, are going up. No, but why, going up. Why, why we started talking about that is because, um, well, first, yes, I, I do have a hater. And I, I find it funny. Um, so when the Worcester thing, like when I wasn't able to go to camp, I got a, obviously I wasn't there, but someone goes back to my video from last year where I posted on Facebook, my UNH uh, day in the life on a game day video. And they comment on my personal Facebook's old video it was like, is Pat Shea starting for the Railers this season? No, because he is a scratch. Like the, and it's a meme of the guy from um, the Ringer. He's like, you scratch my CD, you scratch my CD in broad daylight. Like, so it's a meme of him, and I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, what the fuck? Because like, obviously, like I wasn't there. Like whatever, and I just forgot about it. And then um, I got, I got in like a little scrum. Uh, two games ago because uh, someone leg checked my teammate and um, whatever at the end of the fight I then I'll just describe how the fight went then it was a little but why don't we why don't we put the video version on the screen we'll put the video version on the screen and it'll yeah we'll do that yeah so anyways guy gets leg checked I go over I'm like hey what so as I go over uh, I go hey what the f- shove him and like before like any words like he didn't say anything he sneaks his glove off and hits me in the face <laughs> so i is this, I, this is a new fight is this a new yeah, fight? no this is a new one okay. uh okay. so i i i like clips me in the like upper upper eye so i'm like so then like i drop my gloves and i get him i throw him and he goes down and then i like kind of let him up and like i got an uppercut and a right in on him and then uh i push him up on the net with some like force, the net flips. I fall forward onto my knee, and he sneaks an uppercut on me, drills me in the face, and then like flips up like on uh on top of me and like whatever like we're on the ground. If you're seeing the video here, you'll see we're like on the ground here. <laughs> so someone takes a screenshot of the end of it where I'm like you know like this on the ground. He's like, dude, you are the turtle king. Like on the same Facebook post <laughs> from uh. In a year ago, and then goes. Obviously, I just ignore it. I'm like laughing. Then he goes on to my recent Instagram post. It's a different name, different account, and was like, uh, "I saw the game. You turtled like a bitch." <laughs> I'm like, I'm "Like, when the fuck? What are you talking about, dude?" <laughs> it's funny as hell, though. Um, it's pretty good. But it got it got me thinking. Like, even the first fight, too. Like. 
if you go by like you know punches land or whatever like i landed more like yeah okay i edged him but like like does that mean like i won the fight no it's like a five second hold exchange. on hold on leave a comment in the comment section on the video version who won who well, won the fight we want to know your opinion the first the first fight the first fight was yeah um, no, we we had the the first fight video on the podcast before. We're talking okay. about the second fight, so okay, leave a now, comment. I'm t- who okay, won? now I'm talking. The second fight wasn't more. Yeah. It wasn't really like much of a fight because it was like a quick. I threw him down and he hit me with like an uppercut when I was on my knee. So like, yeah, but that's you, that's great though. That's why we want to hear people's opinion. Who yeah, do you so think won? Because we don't sure, know. Like he landed the better shot there. Like so, I can like say, oh, okay, yeah, he landed a better punch. But whatever. But I'm talking talking about the first one in particular, like. Because someone's saying, like, there's a commenter, too, like, oh, they beat the wheels off you or whatever. But it's like, I watched the fight back. Like, I was in it, obviously. He hit me once. I hit him, like, a good four times, I want to say. And then, like, I was, like, ducking under him. And then he hit my helmet once. And it was just, like, really wasn't. But it's nothing noticeable because it's like, okay, you both were throwing a little back and forth. Like, quick exchange. Uh, there's no real like winner in like a five second exchange. It's like taking say like a UFC fight and taking like a five second thing. Like the winner of the fight might lose an exchange or five seconds. You know, you know what I mean? It's not really like, you can't really say like, okay, you won or you won unless there's like a fucking big knockout in the fight, you know, which, which I kind of find funny that people will get so uh, riled up about like that in particular. But also the fact that they they'll like talk about um, the fight in general when none of them would have like the balls to actually fight themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not saying everyone. I, I, but... I think it would, it would depend because if you break it down in a UFC fight, like that little exchange could be the difference between a win and a loss if it's a very very tight fight. But because like the fight is such a short period of time. People are looking for, and we're talking like a 15-second fight, maybe like a 10-second yeah, fight. Yeah, if that. People, people are looking for anything to, to pick a winner yeah. and a loser off of. So it, I, I understand it, but I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I don't know where I sit on that end, end of the fence. I think, I think well, you know like, right away who won and who lost. Well, it's, it's like, okay, who won this exchange? You know what I mean? Who won this, this is not a fight. Yeah, it's like who won this quick exchange because it's like to take uh, Usman versus Covington, their last like – UFC fight you could arguably say Covington won he won at least two rounds so like Usman won the fight but lost two rounds you know what I mean so that's that's what I'm saying like you could say okay this guy won the exchange and it's like it doesn't it does it's not that it doesn't really mean that much in a way is what I'm saying like even if you win the exchange or lose the exchange it's like Unless you get fucking bundled, it's just like it's it's a pretty even match. Most hockey fights are a pretty even, like thing, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I would I would agree. We're not talking like a Usman versus uh, Masvidal. I just KO'd on the mm-hmm. on the deck. Yeah, or like uh, Masvidal Askren. It's a five second oh. five second exchange. <laughs> <laughs> knee to the face. Why, uh, why the flying knee? Because it did a fish. It did a fish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's too funny. But the uh, my second one was just wasn't even labeled as like a fight on uh, record though. It was just like roughing because it was so quick of like uh, just like a little wrestle and like a punch. But oh, okay. Yeah. Um, then someone chirped me 
was like Pat's gonna have more fights than goals this year. <laughs> I did I not say it? he's gonna be leading the ECHL with the Gordy Howe hat trick with the Gordy this season. <laughs> it's too. I right now it's equal. I have two goals, two two fights. <laughs> I told you. I told you so. I may not be able to stop pucks, but I can definitely predict stats. <laughs> TSN, I'm hiring. I'm looking at you. Or I am unemployed, looking for hire. There we go. That's the proper pronunciation. Um, now, um, as for your hockey career, we have some eventful oh things going God. going on. Uh, where do we leave uh, off? We, we uh, were talking potential Fed for you, Norway. Yes. So I'll, let me uh, let me just wrap all that stuff up real quickly, and then we'll get into the Norway situation because last time we talked about offers and whatnot. Uh, the guy in the Fed that was it was turning into a Danbury Trasher situation where you know you have the owner and his kids telling him sign Trav. We got to have Travis a goalie. Uh, guys trying to you know establish a time to talk to my agent. Uh, you know establish a time to talk to me. Ends up flaking. Can't get a phone call return. Can't get a text return. Email return. Whatever. Move on. Uh, the, the Norway thing kind of. Came quickly because, uh, you know, shit started going downhill with my team in Varberg with, with that coaching situation. And then I just called up our president one night. I was like, so uh, I'm leaving. I'm uh, going to go to Norway uh, tomorrow. Bye. And then I, I got a call back and they all started hitting the panic button. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're leaving. What do you mean you're leaving? We got a game in two days. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm going to Norway. Bye. So all of a sudden, and funny how quickly it, it uh, turned around, uh, they fired the coach like within a day after that. So we are on to our, well, Varberg is on to their third coach now that I'm gone. And then I'm getting calls that we fired the coach. You're going to come back. Um, I paid for the flight in the Airbnb in Norway. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> Bye. So anyway, uh, so I, I come here um, and pfft, I promise you, I do not script the stuff. I don't write the stuff. I like, this just happens. I film it and it comes out in the vlog format eventually. So I, I fly out. Um, 12.30, you know, a noon flight on a Sunday uh, into the, to Norway, going from Gothenburg to Bergen to Hogesund. And then I go to Gothenburg, from Gothenburg to Bergen, uh, Bergen and you know, I'm running through the airport. Uh, I got like an hour, less than an hour to go, you know, change flights. And we were already 15 minutes behind because some meathead, at the at the gate was throwing a big stink for whatever reason for his bags or like going from Gothenburg to Bergen. So now we're down to like forty five minutes to get from the plane out into the you know to the terminals and to where I need to go through security. So I got to run all the way to the opposite side of the airport. I'm supposed to pick up my baggage like my hockey gear and I I didn't because I didn't think I was going to have to in such a short period of time. So as I'm about to go to security, they're like, "You got to get your bags." So I got to run back, grab my bags run back up like I'm, I'm literally doing the 300 or the 3000 meter dash through the airport to try to get there i knew i put my running shoes my knee brace on for a reason thank god because it was really tough and i don't run um so i get there they're like sir your flight leaves in 15 minutes we're not gonna be able to get your bags there and i'm like we'll do it we'll try i want you to try to get my bags there because i need to make this happen so they they send the bags through i go through security I, I hop the gate like, like you know like where you scan the ticket and then it opens up and then you go through all the lines I literally I jumped over that because I wasn't willing to wait and they're like sir sir you can't and I'm just like I'm, I'm like hopping I'm like there's like nothing is gonna stop me like nothing is gonna stop me from getting to this gate you so, oh, so yeah so I explained the situation the security lady explained to the other security lady what's going on I'm good to go they're like sir front of the line please front of the line because my flight's leaving in five minutes so I I 
do the gauntlet through security. I give them, you know, laptops, liquids, gels, everything, run through security. Uh, Sir, you you didn't uh, open your bag up enough. I'm like, oh my God, what what do you want to see? Do you have any liquids? Yes, contact solution. Pull it out for you right here. Okay, great. And then she's searching through the bag for like four minutes, right? And and, and like the intercom's coming over. Travis Ridgen, your flight is leaving gate B14. Please come now. The gates are closing. I'm like, lady, sometime today, let's go. Let's yeah. go. So she gives me my stuff. I grab it. I run. And I decide, well, if I'm going to miss my flight, I might as well vlog it. So I take out my phone. And, I, and I'm, I'm vlogging with my phone. And I'm like, I'm coming. And as the phone's like <laughs> shaking because I'm sprinting across the airport. And then you hear... Travis Ridgen, your gate is closing. Please come. And I'm like, don't leave without me. <laughs> and then I'm running down the stairs. Were you screaming? I'm, I'm, I'm shouting. I'm shouting. Oh, you were yelling. It's all on film. It's all on film. <laughs> it's coming at some point. It's going to come up later this month. And as I'm running down the stairs, as, as I'm approaching the gate, the lady looks like she's about to turn on the closing. I'm like, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. Don't, don't close the gate. And then, so I get there. She scans my ticket. I'm pouring sweat. And I made it onto the flight. Wow, you, you think that, that this is this is the, I know like how long did that take to explain? You think this is the end of the fiasco, right? This is this is just getting good. So I get on the flight, I get there, uh, beautiful sunset, beautiful scenery, the mountains, the snow, the ocean, all that stuff on the west coast of Norway, exactly what you see on Instagram and in the pictures in the movies. I get there, come in the airport, my bags aren't there, and I'm like, wow, oh my god, like I'm just picturing in my mind. I got to go to the rink tomorrow at at this point in time. Be like. So, uh, coach, I'm ready for my tryout, but uh, my gear is not. What do you mean? Uh, my gear is not here, but I am. Like that's going to go over great, right? So, I ended up, uh, you know, talking to the airline that I oh, will we'll deliver tonight. It'll it'll be delivered by 10 p.m. No worries. 10 p.m. rolls around. I call them because I haven't heard from them. They're like, uh, we have no idea where your equipment is. I'm like, oh shit. <sighs> like, this is just great, sir. Relax. We're gonna look for it. Call us back tomorrow. I, I call him at 7 a.m. Where's my gear? Uh, we still don't know. I'm like, how do you not know where my gear is? Like, it's the hockey bag with the Manscaped pads and the Bauer sticks. Like, it's not like you're mixing <laughs> up with some leopard print suitcase. Yeah, it's not like, that this hard is to very, find. It's very distinguishable, and it's heavy, and it's black, and it's a blue bag, like all that kind of stuff. So uh, I get a call at uh, 10. Sir, we found your bags. They'll be on their way shortly. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'll have my bags, like. Four hours before I got to go to the rink. Great. Ten rolls around. Nothing. Twelve rolls yeah. around. Nothing. One rolls around. I'm like, oh, my God. I got to go to the rink in like two hours, three. I don't have my bags. Sir, the driver is on the way. He'll be outside your place in about 25 minutes. The guy literally shows up with my bags an hour before I got to go to the rink. Wow. Maybe an hour and a half before I got to go to the rink. So I got to grab my bags. I got to walk to the rink <coughs> with my bags. So I, I walk about, I don't know, three kilometers, two kilometers with my bags. I walk it to the rink. We get stuff going on. You think that, that, you know, I've overcome the adversity. I made my flight. I got my bags, right? We're in the clear, right? Everything's going to be all good? Yeah. No, it's not. It gets worse. Not good. Meet coach, shake his hand. You know, thank you so much for the opportunity, coach. I'm looking forward to being here. You know, shake hands, kiss babies with all the guys. We're excited to play with you. Looking forward to getting to know you. All that great, great stuff. I get a call. uh, We've skated Monday like a half hour or whatever like coach didn't really get to see much of me and, and i wasn't great I'm, I'm gonna be honest i wasn't great you know i had a lot of stress in my bags and whatnot i think that played into it because i was just freaking out you know i'm calling the airlines like back and forth i'm not even stretching to uh-huh. do my routine because i'm trying to get my bags so i got a call first thing tuesday morning coach tested positive for the cove for the cov oh. i'm like no 
Does he have the the new Decepticon variant or the version? Yeah, he's got it. I'm like, oh shit, great. great. So and then, but then I think, wait, whoa, 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 hold on. The Scandinavian countries are not like North America. Like Norway said, this is now a flu. Like this is legitimately, we're treating it like the flu. I'm like, that's great. That's great. That means coach. That means coach is going to be away for a day or two. We'll be good to go. Okay. Guys start getting symptoms. Okay. Uh, well, if you get symptoms, just you know, monitor it or whatnot. So, you know, I skate in the morning. I do like a, a 8 a.m. skate. I come back at night for practice. You know, 6 p.m. And they got or they got COV tests lined up for everybody at the rink. You know, everybody, you know, pull one, shoot it up your nose. Let's go. Everybody does their test. Everything comes back negative. We're good to go. Okay. Have a practice. And we have no coach at practice because coach is done. Um, so then uh, yesterday or yesterday rolls around. No coach. We got a couple guys testing positive now. Oh, shit. I get a call today. We're done for the next two weeks. No practices. No games. Nothing. Uh, everybody's got to go get a test. Everybody this. Everybody that. And I'm like... So I came, I lost my bags, got them back. Coach watched me skate for 30 minutes. The other guys skated with me twice, 45 minutes each for two practices and a morning skate. We're shut down for two weeks, and I have four days to do nothing, and I haven't gotten to see a game. I haven't gotten to do anything that I want to do. I'm like, what a bust this yeah. trial trip has been. Because like I was, I only came for, uh, for the week or for the eight or nine days, whatever it is, because uh, this team goes on the Christmas break on Sunday. And then I fly back uh, Monday. Uh, so all things combined, that was the plan for the trip. And what a bust. What an absolute bust of a trip it was and a tryout it was. That sounds busty. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, like, not not to, like, keep kind of, you know, hammering down, but, like, I told you how, like, expensive Norway is, how expensive that past and that salad was. Like, They're wealthy like, there, dude. Com- well, they are. I'm not. Yeah. I make YouTube videos. Remember, I'm a podcaster. You're a podcaster. Remember, there's a big difference here between that and a real job. <laughs> and um, I think the whole trip, like just between like like the flights, all that, it's going to cost me about like three grand. And I'm like, well, there goes any money I had or any hope I had of coming home at Christmas time. Like that's three grand for three forty-five minute skates. Damn. Shit. Yep. You know. And and I can't be signed because coach hasn't seen me. Like coach, right. he saw me for thirty minutes, all that stuff. Like that that was the whole goal. Like if he signs me, okay, great. But he, he can't because he hasn't seen me. So you, what you went for was to hopefully get signed in Norway. What you left with was a nice vacation there, and a great vlog, and a good vlog. Which and then and then we'll make a little bit of the money back. Not yet, not not all of it, but uh, what it'll pay for the salad. Yeah. <laughs> So what, In the past, maybe. So, so what does this mean now for Trav's hockey career? Um, honestly, I don't know. My agent's supposed to give me a call back in about an hour or so um, to kind of go over that. Like, I, I, I don't know because the trial was for next season um, to get a feel for me as well as also, like, if I did well, sign me for the second half. Bring me in for the second half. Yeah. And you, you can't do any of that if you haven't seen me. Like, like okay, the coaches see me for like 30 minutes where, you know, I'm getting half the reps or whatever, but we also have three goals out of practice. I'm not getting a lot of reps, not a lot of sample size to see. It's like, you're not going to, like, are you going to sign a guy if you've seen him stop 15 shots in practice? Like, probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. That's hard so, to tell. So I'm going to be going back to Sweden. I was going back to Sweden regardless next week, um, but I'm going back to Varberg. Um, I think they have a game two days after I come back, and then they're, then we're on Christmas break as well. So I might get one game in. Now we fired that you know, meathead coach. 
Now we're <laughs> under our third coach. Thank God that guy's gone. Um, <laughs> and then I'm on Christmas break for three weeks then too, or two weeks then too. So it's a wonderful Christmas time for me. Hey, we like, we like <laughs> All my Christmas money's gone too. <laughs> we, uh, <sighs> well, that's tough. That is, that is a struggle. Indeed. You know, though, like we've talked about a million times, like this is the way things go. Like this is, like, well, this is how life goes. But like playing, like where we do and like what we're doing, this is the way it goes. Like you know, coach gets the cov, we're shut down, guys. It spreads throughout the team. The tryout is wasted. Like the team's not paying for me to come try out. Like I'm on my own dime until I've proven myself. Right? Like that's just for sure. It's the way way she goes. It's the way she goes. The way she she rolls. That's. Someday but hopefully, goes, hopefully everything works don't. out. Um, and the the vlog will be entertaining regardless. Hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. you know, stay up to date with the podcast, and you will you will know the insides like this before it hits Trav's vlog, which is mm-hmm. which is always nice. And you can brag to your friends about it. This is the one nice thing I will say, though, like like with the vlog at least, like yeah. with like how I how I produce everything with all the shots, all the things that go into it, and then the editing itself, like. I can't produce videos like every three days, like in live time. Like yeah. the podcast is great. We can just, you know, set up the Skype, get the microphones going, get the camera rolling and boom, we can bang it out like that week and give yeah, people a real time update sure. of what's going on. And then also get you excited. Be like, Hey, you're going to want to see this absolute train wreck of a trial trip. hundred percent. And you know, it's as I'm getting older too, right? We're like, we're both getting older too. It's, I, I kind of enjoy the, the podcasting style or like the sit down, talking interviewing style more than uh like the vlogging style you know it's i don't know it feels more personable and it feels like more is it it because it's different because we haven't been doing it so long could be it's it's different yeah maybe so it's different and it's fresh you know it's but i feel like that's important when you're doing anything is to kind of keep like refreshing and renewing kind of so you don't get burned out from doing the the same old thing all the time you know well, it's a it's a new challenge too, like that. That's what I find really exciting about it. It's a new challenge, something new to do, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, speaking of which, new episodes, Sling on the Biscuit every Thursday, eight a.m. Eastern, five a.m. Pacific, two p.m. If you're in Sweden, Scandinavia, Finland, Germany. Actually, it's a lie. Finland is three p.m. They're an hour ahead. Germany is seven or two p.m. I'm screwing up all the time zones, but that's okay. What we won't screw up is next week's podcast. We'd love to have you here. Video version. Uh, on YouTube, subscribe to the Sling the Biscuit YouTube channel, audio version, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, we're everywhere, anywhere you get it, in your AirPods, in the car stereo. Shout out to our viewers of the week, want to thank you as always. Thank you, Pat Shea, for sticking by me for 30, 38 episodes. God, Travis, sometime today, try to get that out of you. And uh, we'll see you next week on uh, Thursday. Pat, take us home. I'll see you guys next week at Thursday, on Thursday. Uh, try your potato donuts if you if you want to travel to Maine. The Holy Donut has potato donuts. And God bless, don't get too freaky with the donut. There we go. There, that was a nice little short one. That's good.